Dulac, this is off day. <laughs> so this is, Dulac, day, this uh, is, this day. is not a work day. <laughs> this is not a work day. Game Changers Media Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village Podcast with the big homie, Dulac the Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? Man, what's going on with you, man? Same old. Listen, not work, though. Not work. Not same work. Same old, same old. <laughs> <laughs> Always been the coolest kid on the block, man. New business, new venture. Yes. Just Dolls ATL. Who is Chef Dulac? Oh, man. So, listen, I don't even know. And that's the thing, man. I don't even know if I'm Chef Dulac right now. <laughs> this is... Man, this is another opportunity to buy a restaurant and get started. I think he's just business owner do like oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay. But it's, 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 a diff- it's a different role now. I have, I think, transitioned from what you know me as inside the kitchen, right. you know, bouncing the pots and pans. Man, I have kind of changed hats a little bit this time around. So, okay. you know, we just, just dog ATL in it around here. Just dog ATL, <laughs> just dog ATL. Now tell me, tell me about just dog ATL and how did that venture start? Did you, did you come up with it out your head? Did it start from scratch? So no, I mean, what happened? no man, actually, so just dogs was a little hidden gym right here in McDonough. Okay. So the uh, previous owners already had a hot dog restaurant here, just dogs. Okay. Um, they had kind of met their ceiling. It was like, Hey, it's time to change hands. And just, I think, divine timing, man. I just walked right into an opportunity. Somebody that had went through the process of owning the restaurant and okay. closing the restaurant, healing from, from that. What I looked at is like failure then. Right. I was like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, I had my confidence back. Stumbled upon this lady. <laughs> she was like, hey, I'm, I'm selling this business. I'm like, and I'm buying it. Let's- right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, her and I worked together. And I said, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's take this hot dog brand. They have a pretty decent concept. Right. Let's take it up a notch. And, you know, I'm back from the days of, I mean, shameless plug. I never even met the people, but I have to say of CJ's hot dogs. Everybody okay, talked okay. about CJ's hot okay, dogs. Okay. I never had them. Right, right. Because uh, back then, you know, I was Dulac. So I was in the kitchen every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So I knew everybody loved their hot dogs. Okay. And McDonald's didn't have a hot dog spot. I was nah. like, this is it. Let's go, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me this new location is that this actual location and this actual brand was once CJ Hot Dogs, the famous No, no, not this one. I'm just saying here in McDonough, okay. that CJ's Hot Dogs was the, like the hot dog spot Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they were right there in the Food Depot. The class. Food Depot, and I think they had maybe another location on Eagles Landing. So Ooh. he moved around. Again, never had the hot dogs. I can't speak to that, but the customers come in, they're like, look, we just happen to have a hot dog spot back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I actually had the privilege of coming in and tasting a, a few of the hot dogs. I think I tasted the Chicago style Chicago, hot yeah. Dog. You know Chicago go crazy. Our Chicago's <laughs> and people come in. It's like the Chicago dolls are so good, right? Right. That people come in and they already know and they like, hey, y'all from Chicago? We're like, no, sorry, <laughs> we're from Florida. We just do it right. You just do it right. <laughs> you just do, you just it, do it right. It right. Yeah. So listen, Chicago native approved Chicago dolls. Like, people come in, they say, listen, born and raised in Chicago. No, no. This is right. Like, this is how you do it. So, that, man, man I'm telling you, when I taste it, I think you put that, what, guacamole or something on no, it? No, man, what, you what, tell what it, you, man, you messing the what people you put up. On it, man? What did you so put on it? So the Chicago dog, it it, look, it's green. standard. No, no, it's the neon relish. Oh, man. So Chicago dolls, they, they have a staple neon relish. It's a diet sweet 
relish <laughs> that goes on top. So you got your pickle spear, okay. your sports peppers, okay. your poppy seed bun, okay. your neon relish. Those are your main components. Man. Onion ketchup. I mean, onion uh, mustard. People going to kill me for saying ketchup. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Onion, <laughs> onion mustard and tomato. Okay. That's, okay. that's your Chicago. That's it. All right. For sure, man. Yeah, we, we, you know, we got to watch our hoods because we just left some people from Detroit. They ain't they, they what up, though. You know, in right. Chicago, they don't want to hear that ketchup They don't want to hear it. They no. don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> now, before you got to the hot dogs, Dulac, I remember meeting you in the square. You owned a business, yeah. I believe, was Dulac Bowtie. Bowtie Chef yeah. Cafe. Man, yes. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ooh. your first business. Yes. You had just came off a celebrity TV show, and, yeah. and people knew you were all across Atlanta as the celebrity chef. Yeah. What was that transition like in going from the celebrity chef to building a business in the downtown district of the city of McDonald's? Man, I'm going to tell you, honestly, it was it was different for me than some of my friends that were on the scene at the time. Okay. There are a select few of us that we still sit back and we're like, yeah, I think we had a different motive the whole time. <laughs> we were never on the scene to be seen. We were on the scene to work. Like, okay, okay. So, you know, that was a, a fun and interesting part of, like, my culinary journey. But I was like, okay, seeing it once, you you know, you see the cameras, the lights, the celebrities, you're like, oh. Right, right. Okay, I'm over it now because now I got to get to the money. Right. And so that transition from that personal chef to uh, open up my actual brick and mortar restaurant was seamless. Right. Because I just felt like that was the, the natural progression from where I was going. Okay. Um, opening the restaurant, that was like... That was... That was the benchmark, yes. Wow. That was... I mean, I thought I had found a holy grail. Like, oh, wow. I had discovered <laughs> it. Like, I, I mean, you got to think... And it is so crazy. I tell people, I was 25 then. Right, so right. I was like a lot. I didn't even realize how young I was. I was like, I got it. I can cook. I know I can cook. Okay. If nothing else, I know I can cook. Right, right, right. And actually, and managing the business, that was good too. Doing all of those things at one right. time, that's the part that's not even humanly possible <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I was doing. Right, so right. So like, that was, I think that part was that biggest transition was, you know, getting past the cooking and all that, figuring out, whoa, wait. What do I not know about business? Yes. This is work. Yeah, yeah, definitely work, definitely work. And when it when it comes down to, I mean, you were young, twenty five, yeah. downtown district of McDonough. We all know the does that's when the statue was in the square. <clears throat> that, listen, that was before the roundabouts that helped with traffic. That was before <laughs> the statue that was removed to create some separate. That was before all of those changes right, right, were made. Right. I was right, right. there because <laughs> I know as a, I know as me living here in Henry County. I remember two two African-American-owned business restaurants on the square. That was Sands Jamaican Restaurant, owned by Sylvia Dennis, and Dulac Botai. <laughs> and see, I, I've heard of Sands. I've never, okay. I don't think I have met. I don't think I've met them. Right. But right. I've, I've at least heard about them. Okay. But, um, um, and I don't know, I can't remember if you were around. Skyla had a, like a spa salon on the square. Okay. Where the Axe place is now. She had, um... And I think it was just the two of us were the only two business owners of any color on the square. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, and you know what, honestly, it was life. It was normal. It, right, right. It was normal. It was normal. Right, right. Now, did you, now, looking at it, I think most of the, during the time you came in, it was a progressive time for the Henry County City yeah. of McDonough. It was a time where, what, I guess what they would call the McDonough movement, where you've seen a huge transition. Yeah. Of people come moving, moving in the demographic. 
So you had the support of like I, I know like a lot of politicians came yeah. to do luncheons there. Absolutely. It kind of started out that you know what I mean, and and it was you was just in a kind of like an array of it seems like okay community support, but at the same time it was hard to reach the people. What were some of the challenges that you saw? You know, being a business owner in the square and not yet as progressive as it actually was, you know, right now. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's like, you know, that, that has to come with the, with the pretext that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't ever bad, but it was always very um, right. structured in its demands and requirements. So you have this restaurant, this only restaurant on the square that offers more of a, and I don't even want to say, because not fine dining, just maybe casual, dressed up cuisine mm -hmm. it, it attract people from you know working professionals so they're there for lunch time you know we got a great lunch crowd but then it, as it tailored off to the evenings right it's like, right nobody's really hanging out in the square because <laughs> the square is so serious because again during the daytime you see the jurors you got the, the courthouse you got politicians it just looks very grown up yeah, <laughs> on the intimidating. It, it it's hadn't very grown up right it hadn't developed it had not that. developed to now at any whether it's 12 o'clock noon or three o'clock we can ride through the square and maybe somebody's sitting out you know at crust and craft okay. eating or, i mean maybe not in this weather but you know people right. are actually hanging out the okay. square looks functional and vibrant before right. it just seemed very professional so it's like you had to <laughs> tailor to those boxes and when dinner time came we were like okay it's just a switch gears i guess right 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 voices of the village podcast <laughs> game changers magazine gcm network man y'all guys stay tuned we're gonna come back part two do like the chef do like the business man <laughs> just dogs atl just dogs. voices of the village voices of the village podcast ease up are you ready to enhance the best in you? Then Sculptures Body Spa at 885 Highway 138 West in Stockbridge, Georgia can help you achieve just that. With over 35 years combined medical experience, we hope to be someone you can trust while you make important decisions about improving your health while enhancing your appearance. Our goal is to help you be the best you inside and out. It's our desire to help you reach your health goals by addressing your problem areas and creating a personal treatment plan with real Realistic goals for optimal results. You will enjoy your body sculpting treatments and spa therapies in a private and cozy atmosphere. Expect a peaceful, calming, and comfortable environment for your session while light, relaxing music being played. Our greatest reward is establishing close relationships with our clients and hearing news of the compliments they receive on their natural and refreshed appearance. For more information, call Sculptures Body Spa at 470-377-2552 or visit our website sculpturesbodyspa.com At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders. 
thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations, and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 110, Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org. <laughs> Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village Podcast, Just Dogs ATL, Chef Dulac in the building. Man, all right, we were just talking about downtown development, yeah. you know, everything that happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the biggest stigma, I think, I think one of the challenges, because the local people knew what was going on here. Right. They knew what was going on, right. so they saw it progressing. But McDonough, Henry County still had that stereotype of, hey, don't come here. It's good old boy County. You know, so I think yeah. what kind of slows down business in the square or slowed down business was still that stigma from out of town. Because you got to have people that's passing through supporting the business. What do you think about that? Uh, I, and I don't know. And I have to give it from the perspective of I am an honorary McDonough native just because I've been here <laughs> for a while. But I, did, I honestly didn't move to McDonough until 2012. Okay. So my experience with McDonough was at a different age and a different part of my life. So I was married. I had two kids. Um, so McDonough was fine for me because it was so slow and calm and peaceful. <laughs> like I wasn't looking for foot right. traffic, if you would. Like, I think I was looking to avoid foot traffic, right, which is right. the opposite once I became a business owner that then I needed, I needed <laughs> foot traffic. I needed people moving and walking. So um, I don't know that it slowed me down because I was looking, I was still looking for not the good old boy, but just right, right, that, right. that hometown charming like i want to say old school but yeah i mean i grew up with my grandmother so i can say old school it was nostalgic for me so mcdonald was okay like it okay. was it was okay that it was just mcdonald you know <laughs> <laughs> it is it is still growing it's growing you know from being right. just mcdonald it, it yeah really it's is. definitely it's definitely growing now from a food aspect well you can throw down in that kitchen listen come that, on now that, <laughs> I'm going to say it without any type of shame. <laughs> One thing I know how to do is cook. Like, I can cook <laughs> better than probably <laughs> most people. Like, right, most right. people that, like, can cook. Right, Because right. it is, and people are like, oh, man, that's your passion, that's your passion. Right. And I'm now, I've gotten to the point where I understand who I am and I identify that that's not my passion. Right, right. That's my skill. Like, that is an innate skill. Wow. I know how to cook. Okay. There are times that I will cook because I can and, you know, I like to do it, but it's not my passion. It has never been my passion. <laughs> people, I like people. I okay. like conversation. Okay. I like the, the community that, that normally comes along with food. You know, you okay. go out to eat, you sit down, you talk. Like, that's what I like about food. Right, The right. people. Right. The food. So, that, so when people say I can cook, I want to understand that this is not by profession. This is not by education, I mean, about all of those things, but not merited to. 
Right. It's my skill. Like, right, right, <laughs> I can right, just right. cook. Man, it, well, I mean, used to have like a, a, I think a shrimp and grit dish. Oh, it had like, shrimp. It, listen, it, it, still to this day, people are talking about shrimp and grits and egg rolls. It was okay, like, man, yeah, the deep was, south rolls. Like, you got to bring them back. You got to bring them back. I'm like. Maybe I should go ahead and just bring them back, freeze them, and yeah. <laughs> throw them in public. I mean, you might be able to add it as an echelon dish to the just to the dog. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, boy, that thing but was the people love it, yeah. And that, it, it, man, and that was a, a dish that honestly came by complete accident. Okay. It was complete accident. Like, it was from my, just like, an old pot, I say old, uh, like I had made greens and I just didn't have enough to put it in any other container. Right. So I'm right. like, but it was too much to, to throw away. I'm like, what am I gonna do with leftover greens? <laughs> and then I just kept playing with them and I, I added, you know, black eyed peas and chicken and cheese and and I was like, wait a minute. Right. I'm gonna make an egg roll <laughs> with this. And this is before people were doing like deep south rolls and like now okay. everybody had like a soul roll. This was before all of that. Yeah, this man. was just. <laughs> Off the tip of my dome. Wow. And I needed, and it's so crazy. And I was like, I've been, I've been wanting to tell a story, so I'm going to use this okay. moment right here to tell it. <laughs> go ahead. And go it's because it's, it's one of our people, Monterey. Okay. So okay. Monterey down at Thompson's Market, this is when she was in Moy's Pharmacy. Okay. Okay. I was like, I ran across the street because the restaurant right there. So I ran across Keys Ferry to Moy's, and I'm like, Monterey, right. I need something to make a sauce for some egg rolls I just made. Okay. She was like, I mean, the only thing I got I can give you are some peaches. She was like, I can just give them to you because they, they're about gone. Wow. I was like, okay, cool. Took the peaches back, pureed them, boiled them, like, and I made this peach chutney. I was like, okay, I'm just going to give it away right. as a dish tonight and just see. Right. Gave one away. Lady was like, no, it's really good. I like it. Somebody else saw it. Another table tried to order it. I'm like, right. Well, I mean, I made a couple more. So I, that night, that literally sold every plate I made. And I told Monterey, I was like, listen, thank you for the peaches. <laughs> the peaches say that it's like that peach sauce with collard greens. Yes, sir. Like you wouldn't think about it, but on an egg roll? Okay. Man. Man. Shout out to Thompson Market. Come on, Monterey man. had to keep us in. <laughs> keep you in the game, <laughs> yeah. right? And that was the, and how valuable, because I mean, we know when you're in a local community, partnerships and, and collaborations matter. How vital would that play into, you know, molding, you know, that particular product and your collaboration and your partnerships, oh, you know, with man. some of the local businesses. That, listen, that was, and I cannot speak, I cannot speak to the business owners on the square now because I don't know all of them. Right, right, but right. But the group of people that were on the square when I was there, like, okay. and, I, and, and I will say, I, I selfishly say that maybe they just did it for me. Okay. And I had some people that really had my back. Like it was, if I needed something. Right. I, I felt like I could ask. Right, right. Now, I don't know what came along with the ask. Right. <laughs> and I'm not saying it, that nothing or anything did. Right, but right. But I at least felt like I could ask. Correct, And correct. I think, man, that was, as a young guy, first-time business owner, sometimes just kind of having that refuge of somebody to run to, whether it was a, a bouncing an idea or asking a question or something as simple as, you know, honestly, I, I need to make a sauce. And I, I didn't tell you I bought these peaches. Wow. She gave them to me. She oh, gave wow. me this. Wow. And I mean, and there were times then if, let's say I, I needed a, a quick head of lettuce. So then I'm not going to run the food, food depot. I'm going to go and get it from Monterey, even if I have to okay. pay a dollar more yeah. than I paid in the grocery store. Right. She gave me peaches. Like, I kind of owe her this $3 <laughs> for lettuce. It's like, that, that's the type of 
business camaraderie that you get like when when people work together like Come and on, on the man. square then it did and I'm, I'm certain that it probably still plays that same role now because i think it's natural it's a natural harmony when you just put like like-minded people together correct and business owners honestly there's some like-mindedness because we're entrepreneurs right. you put them together and you allow that organic flow like I think one hand will start washing the other. So I'm certain that's probably still what happens now. But that, was, that was my story <laughs> most you know, definitely. in the day. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Now, you are where you are now, Jess Styles ATL from Chef Dulac, right. the, the store <laughs> right. on the square. You went through a transition where it's almost like, I, I, most people say you disappeared. Yeah, they're not lying. <laughs> they're not lying. What, I did. What did it feel like during that time period? Were you, were you walking into your dream and you thinking, hey, this is going to work, and then it's kind of like everything crashes and it Man, doesn't work? Too. How did that listen, feel? I, I, and I'm just going to make it quick. I had to go to counseling to help myself through it. Wow. But I still have not, I don't think, identified like what the name is for the conglomerate of emotions that I experienced. Okay. Because... It took a toll on my personal life. Right. You know, it took a toll on my family. Right. It took a toll on my finances. Wow. But then my confidence. Because like I told you, I was then, I know, the youngest business owner on the square. Correct, correct. And when I say the youngest, I, the youngest business owner that then probably had kids older than me. Yes, That's, yes. that's the, <laughs> the age difference. Okay, okay. It was an embarrassment. It right. was almost like... A failure in front of your parents right because like these people I felt like I owed them like the success like I need to prove myself correct. to them correct and correct. when it didn't happen I'm like this cannot be it Wow be and, and when I tell you literally without diving too deep into my personal life when I say packed up everything I kind of left everything in my life okay. where it was Wow everything Wow the only thing I continued to do consistently yeah. was father. That was it. Because wow. I was like, I will, I will lose everything but that. Right, I, right, I continued right. to parent and to father, but friendships, relationships, job, it, I just quit. I wow. let go, and I didn't know what to do. Wow. I, when I say was loss. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, <clears throat> I got to make money. So I got to go back to corporate America. I've always done really well in corporate America. I always had great positions in corporate America. Mm -hmm. I'll go back. Went back to corporate America, took a huge nosedive in salary. <laughs> but listen, with it like six months, you know, and I switched jobs, you know, we're a different right, generation. Right, you know, right. millennials don't mind finding yeah. another job. Yeah, they I will walk out. I bounced around a couple of jobs until <laughs> and, and I built myself back up okay. and got to a point where Financially, I could kind of put my life somewhat back together. Right. And I, when I say, you say people say I disappeared, I did. Wow. <clears throat> Facebook, I didn't want to, I literally just stopped posting, deleted the app. Right. Because I knew, you, you know how your social medias are set oh, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facebook is, is my family. It's the people that knew me. It was the McDonough people. I just didn't, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be heard from. Right. Because I didn't know what to say. Right. And, um... And I had, you know, friends that were there, you know, kind of like helping me through that process. Okay. But it, you, can't, you can't change embarrassment. You no. know, if you went out, and I will say I was embarrassed. Wow. So, you know, I stay, look, had stayed in Stockbridge, just kind of <laughs> licked my wounds, just hiding out. 
until it was I kind of had enough. Right, right. And right. I was like, listen, I can't put it all back, but I can start, you know, just kind of mending some things. And it took a while to, to get to a point of realization of, of what happened and, and understanding and talking about it. But man, disappear. He did do. <laughs> he did that. That is exactly what he did. Man, hey, it comes with the territory, man. I wish we, I knew that then. It I wish with, I knew it, that. Well, I, I think sometimes, you know, it is it is more you need that woosa, you know? That woosa thing. You know? Yeah. We're gonna get we're gonna get into that. <laughs> Part three, Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village Podcast, Chef Dulac. Listen. <laughs> Ease up, man. Y'all stay tuned. Stay the Youth Life Center of the Arts is a trailblazing organization dedicated to adolescent care, specifically tailored for youth who are too advanced for daycare but not ready to be left home alone during out-of-school times. We provide performing arts-based programs, innovative learning, and life skills development to help prepare adolescents for the real world. With over 10 years of experience, owner and founder Ms. Clarissa Winston and her team creates a safe environment that empowers youth to find their voice and discover their gifts. Get your child involved today follow us on social media at the youth life center to stay connected and get up-to-date info on resources we provide call us today at 770-272-5086 or email us at info at the youthlifecenter.org to get your child registered for our after-school program for more information visit youthlifecenter.org at Star credit union you inspire us to deliver on our promise to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. Vistar Credit Union, do good, bank better. Game Changers Magazine, GCM Network, Voices of the Village Podcast, Just Dogs ATL, with Chef Dulac, Part 3. We talked about the adversity that you went through, how you felt alone. Yeah. How you, man, nobody was there. wasn't no safety net. wasn't none, none of that, you know. And I'm, boy, it, <laughs> it's hard to bounce back. Yeah. But one thing that stood out, you said that once you saw that failure, you got back on your feet. You saw some side of light. You, you, you went through the trenches. You said, hey, man, I got to go get a job, which most business owners, they kind of struggle in that area and get back on their feet and say, hey, that ego kind of get in a place. You know what I'm saying? Right. What right. Was, how, what, how was it like when you didn't let your ego get in a place and you say, you know, I got to take this thing, even if it's from the bottom, right back, step by step? And, you know, and, and I don't even want to highlight it like it, was, like it was the right choice either. Okay. Because it took somebody else that dropped the nugget on me again years later that said, you know, if, uh, if you wanted to be an entrepreneur, that's your job. Like, that is your job to be an entrepreneur. Right. If your, jo- if your job lay you off, you go find another job. Correct. So you see, as an entrepreneur, you should have just got back into it. Okay. Now, at this age and this stage, yes. Right, I right. think I would hit it that way. Okay. Then I didn't know that. So I, what I did was, there was no problem. I just went back to what I knew. Right, I'm right. not from McDonough. I'm originally from Pensacola, Florida. Okay. So I moved here when I was 18, stayed in Macon for a while, worked there in, for an insurance company in, in corporate America, and then moved to McDonough. Right. So what I knew as a young adult was working. Okay. So there was no ego. It was... 
I mean, this is, I kind of, <laughs> I felt like I worked my way up to being a business owner and fell back down to being a nine to five employee. Right, that's that's right, really right. what happened. And right. I don't know that, that I would do it that same way. And I, I, I okay. think if it was another business owner, that if they were in the position, I would tell them, hey, just go back at it. Just right, do, do right. it again now. Okay. Not seven years later. <laughs> now, I appreciate it a lot more now. Right. And I do have that wisdom that I would tell any other business owner, okay. hey, look, or at least look at this option. Before you give it up, right. you know, look at the option of doing it again. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, like I said, I didn't do it that way. I think I would do it differently right. if I could go back. But, right. you know, it's le learn lesson. Learn right. lesson definitely. Now, at, now, during that time and during the time where you're at now, I know one of the motivators that were very, that's influential in your life is Mayor Sandra Vincent. Yes. I know she's constantly pouring a seed, a nugget. You know, even when you she's like she's like the community mother. Right. Almost, you know what I mean? Right. Mama Christmas. <laughs> so right. tell, tell me how that kind of like, tell me some of the motivations that she gave you, you know, as a leader that inspired you to say, you know, some of the things that you heard that made you say, you know what, I got to do it for the people that support me. Because I know she was one of the biggest pushes for you that downtown. You know what, and, and she was. And I think if nothing more, she just stayed consistent. Wow. She stayed consistent. And, and I can respect consistency. Okay. On any level, right. I can respect consistency. Right. And, and she gave me that. Yeah. And I was like... I can appreciate that. Yeah. That is what I, what, and I, it's, it's also another learned lesson, like offer that, right. offer consistency.